Hello, and welcome to Hedge Clippings, a podcast about... <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. On this episode, I want to tell you about a book I found really helpful as I was preparing to run the marathon. And before you click away, a book that I think even non-athletes would find interesting. The book is How Bad Do You Want It? Mastering the Psychology of Mind Over Muscle by Matt Fitzgerald. While I will talk a lot about running in this review, I would encourage those of you who are interested in how the brain works to keep listening, regardless of your interest in sports, particularly running. Full disclosure, this is probably the first nonfiction sports-related book I have ever read. I cannot recall ever reading another one. I can't really compare it to other books in the genre. I also don't know much about the author Matt Fitzgerald, other than according to the bio on the book, he has written more than 20 books, presumably most of them about running. So this book comes from a strong pedigree. Those of you who have heard me talk about running before have heard me say that one of my favorite things about it is that it is more of a mental sport than a physical one. Yes, it is an endurance sport. Obviously, the physical is a factor, but I've always been particularly interested in the mental aspects of it. Your body is almost always saying, it's too hot, it's too cold, your feet hurt, your calves hurt, your heart rate's too high, you're breathing too fast, on and on and on and on and on. Your mind is reading these signals from your body, and they're like warning lights on your car. You're inclined to say, oh right, yeah, let's stop. But as soon as you do, and those lights finally, one by one, start going off, you think to yourself, inevitably, well, damn, I had a little more in me. Running, therefore, is the constant battle of one half of your brain saying, stop, and the other half saying, keep going. Which is where this book comes in. As I was getting into running, there were plenty of things written about how to physically train for this race or that distance or this terrain or that terrain how to stretch, what to eat, the different types of running you can do, but there was surprisingly little about the mental side. There was stuff online about sort of getting started and finding that motivation early on, but once you had made running a habit, there wasn't really anything that I found to bridge that gap, to that intermediate level, especially on this topic of the mental side of running. Running is about getting comfortable being uncomfortable, which is a skill that translates beautifully to life, might I add. This is a sports psychology book, file under things I never thought I would read. The basic premise of the book is about bypassing all those warning lights that your mind is throwing at you because you want something else more, a better time, a victory. How bad you want it determines how much you can extract out of your body. The basic premise of the book is that your mind has incredible power over the body, far more than you think it probably does. That is not to say you can ignore the physical or that there aren't legitimate physical limitations or concerns one should attend to. But what this book helps one to do is identify the difference between, oh, I'd really like to sit down and, okay, I'm in trouble which, if you run, is a skill that you really must develop. This book is not saying, we'll just keep running and ignore injuries. No, 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 it's not saying that at all. It's showing you how to develop mental strength for endurance sports. And I would argue those skills translate very nicely to enduring life. 
It does this primarily through stories of runners, triathletes, cyclists, and swimmers, and some of their most incredible performances, many of which are practically legend, and as you read them, are they seem impossible. Now, I don't watch these sorts of events on TV or keep up with them in the news or in any way. I don't even watch the Olympics, except for figure skating. You will always have my heart forever, Tara Lipinski. However, Fitzgerald's retelling of these events is so wonderfully written, one cannot help but to be drawn in. He paints such a lovely picture, it's basically like watching a movie. His thesis about mind over matter is teased out through these stories, interspersed with some scientific studies and expert views, etc. What you won't find in this book is a step-by-step guide to mental training, which is a bit of a disappointment, and if I'm being honest, it's what I wanted when I bought the book. But if you read them with intent, you will have certain lessons ingrained into your mind which will surface when you need them most, such as when you're out on a long run while training for a marathon. I got a lot out of this book, so I am in no way mad about the money I spent on it. Some of the points I found most interesting include talking about perception of effort versus actual effort. For example, uh, have you ever noticed how if you're working a half day at work, you get just as tired about an hour or so before you leave as you would on a normal day? That's your brain telling you, oh, it's the end of the day. You should be tired and your body reacting. It's, it's the same with running. I mean, this is an oversimplification. But the more you anticipate and stress about something, a distance, the weather, the terrain, the more likely it is to actually affect your performance. If you are constantly reminding yourself how awful this is, how hard it is, the worst of the worst, it's going to get worse. Again, how bad do you want it? If you stay focused on your goal and you find the joy in it, and you change the narrative in your mind a bit, you will see improved results. You'd learn to turn off those warning lights, and it's a better experience. Simply smiling while in physical or mental anguish has been shown to improve performance. Another interesting point is that it is possible to overtrain or to train in the wrong way, even though on paper it's the right way, to take things too seriously, to be doing all the work but not seeing any results. It comes down to your heart being in it or not, truly in it. If you really love what you are doing, that's when you see the results. One of the best motivators as well is confidence in yourself. And it's the type of confidence that is built up over weeks and weeks of training, not the big, amazing runs like, oh, I had an amazing, I I beat my personal best in this 5K, so I want to do that again. That is a confidence boost, but the better confidence boost is, you know, week after week, I'm seeing my time improving, or I feel better week to week to week. Being able to tell yourself, I've done this before, I've made it through harder runs, all of that is very powerful, more powerful even than the perfect training program. You know, every time you can do something, or say you've done something that the average runner wouldn't do, maybe running when it's hotter than you would like or waking up to run in the morning or any number of things you are training your brain to withstand a little more stress again not to oversimplify but believing in your own potential is a big lesson in the book too i've done a lot of virtual races where it was just me on a course of my choosing usually by myself and i've done a lot of races with other people and all my best times tend to be the races I ran with other people. Why would this be? It's the same distance. Why? 
it's because I want to show these other people that I can keep up or beat them. I, I, it's, it's just this animal instinct. It's, I need to prove that I deserve to be there. And if you treat it in a healthy way, that can be a great mental motivator. A great thing about running is that it's the only sport in the world where the amateurs and the pros are on the same course. I mean, think about it. You never see amateur basketball players on the court with the pros. But at a race, you go through the same gate and cross the same finish line as the elites. To bring us to a close, I would consider this book a must-read for anyone getting into running and a should-probably-read for everyone else. This is not a dry, technical book about training or running. It's somewhere between psychology article and sensational moments in endurance sports that read like short stories or screenplays. I would say absolutely well worth the read, even for non-sports people who find the brain fascinating or who like a little bit of drama involving humans pushing themselves beyond what should be possible. Again, the book is How Bad Do You Want It? Mastering the Psychology of Mind Over Muscle by Matt Fitzgerald. Do you want to help out this show? Then please subscribe and leave us a review. That helps us beat the weird algorithms these sites use and keeps us on the top of the pile. And of course, share this podcast with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. If you haven't signed up for the monthly e-newsletter from Hedges Pictures, please go to hedgespictures.com right now to do so. And every month, your inbox will be filled with the latest news on my many creative projects, including previews of upcoming episodes of this podcast. In the meantime, my brain is telling me that I've put a lot of effort into this episode and I need to sit down. I'll see you on the course, in the brain, and on the next episode. Hedge Clippings is brought to you by Hedges Pictures, the makers of movies, books, and more. Check them out at hedgespictures.com and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>